Hey, 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 welcome back. Holler, holler. Dicky Dollar. <clears throat> you're, uh, you're back in the solo dolo verse. I am, for today at least, your only host, Jensen, the beautiful and majestic motherfucking Dean Jackson, bringing you another episode. And this one might be a little expected. I actually don't expect to get any listeners on here because I was the only person in the movie theater for this movie. Not that that means it's not good. It just means that it's an art house film. It's a a deep thought film. Uh, There are no explosions. There's no superheroes. There's no latex, spandex, lycra, none of that. Just actors chewing the fuck out of scenery. And, uh, I'm sorry, hold on one second. You get to see Kristen Stewart do what she was put on this earth to do. It's true acting. You know, I am, uh, myself not a fan of the Royals. Uh, I just, I don't, I don't get it. Not like I am, uh. Like, I've got major beef with them. It's just like, I don't, you know, that way of living seems so old school. It doesn't really, you know, kind of jives with modern age and, you know, how we kind of just decided we don't want kings or queens or some shit like that. I, I don't really know. In terms of that part of history, That's that part of history has always bored me um, more than other parts of history. But... I am vaguely, you know, I would say out of all the royals back in in that day, you know, Princess Di. I mean, how could you, you, you couldn't, you know, walk five feet without getting smacked right in the face with uh, some kind of news article about Princess Diana. And I will say this, <clears throat> it's always a true, true art form for an actor to be able to put on. I think she was, I think that was her real hair. I don't think she was rocking a wig, but you never know. That's why they call it movie magic. But she slipped into the hairdo and the shoulder pads of of that era. And she wasn't an exact one-to-one replica. But, you know, had I not have known that that was Kristen Stewart as Lady Di, I would have been shocked. Because she didn't really look like uh, Kristen Stewart. She she successfully transforms herself into Princess Diana. Now, <clears throat> another thing that I had gathered throughout the uh, short run time of 150 minutes for this movie is that Princess Diana and Tupac Shakur had a uh, similarity between the two of them. And that is uh, apparently they were both obsessed with their own deaths. You know, many times in this movie, uh, she waxes poetically or unpoetically about what people will think about her once she's gone, what they'll say about her, what they'll write about her, this, that, and the other. I, uh... I was sitting there, I'm like, shit, she had the she had the same kind of affliction that Tupac had. I don't want to call it paranoia, because they both ended up being right about dying well before their time. Uh, both dying suspicious deaths 
uh, one could surely say. So it chronicles that, and then another thing I never, I never really knew, because you know, no one talked about it. I suppose that this movie posits that Princess Di's mental health was in dire straits, and that she was mentally not well and coming undone towards the end of her life, which is, you know, I'd say one half of that 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 pressure that strife had to have been. Uh, had to have been pressure from having to fuck I can't think of the word having to conform to what the royal family wanted of her jeez I was really struggling there hit the struggly buglies for a second uh, with that one I was struggling and I was buggling but uh, yeah, her struggle to confirm to what the royal family expected of her, and her struggle. <clears throat> <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm in the throes of quitting smoking cigarettes, and it's got me all fucked up, basically. Coughing and shit, and good old classic smoker's cough. But yeah, no, her struggle with the royal family and conformism. And her struggle with the the paparazzi and how media loves to paint you seventy six ways, uh, seventy six different shades of shit on you, and uh, I think her internal struggle, you know, called a if you're if you're a wrestling fan, you called a triple threat: uh, Princess Di versus the media versus the royal family. Versus the person she really wants to be. And I'm not sure because I'm not, you know, all like, oh my God, the royal family. So I've, I like totally know everything about them. But she mentions the, uh, I believe it was surname, Spencer. And so I don't know if her last name used to be Spencer or something. So she's struggling between Diana, Princess of Wales, and Diana Spencer, uh, not princess, normal person. Because again, I don't. I'm not really uh, familiar with how all that shit went down, so I'm not the best authority. But I did enjoy this movie. It was heartbreaking to uh, to see all that. I'm like fuck, she was really she's going through all of this shit, you know. And uh, there was a line that her husband uh, had in the movie, and. It was that you have to be two people. You have to be the people that the cameras take pictures of. And then the people, the person that uh, the royal family sees, some shit like that. Some two-faced, snake-ass lecture shit. And uh, I don't think Princess Diana wanted to do that, you know? She was a lady sitting in hospital caring for people who were fucking terminally ill with AIDS and shit and walking through landmine fields or, or, you know, out there doing the most and doing that real shit. I will say, you know, man, this movie makes the royal family, it makes all that, makes it all look fucking shady and like a big giant no thank you type type of scenario. Uh... Her husband, 
What a fucking bastard, man. What a fucking cocksucker. Piece of shit. Stiff upper lip ass motherfucker. It was like absolutely no. It, it, it's weird the way that their relationship seemed to work in this movie, right? It seemed like she was just there to be a breeder, to have children. And the I, I got, I, I'd take my hat off to the two actors who pray, played uh, Harry and William. They were adorable, especially the one who played the red-headed son. I can't remember if that's fucking Harry or William's. Not overly important to me, you know, because, again, I don't hear, you know, shit about the royals and, like, pop hard for it. Like, oh, my God, did you have, I have all the trading cards for the... <laughs> I have trading cards for the royals. I fucking don't. I don't have trading cards for the royals because that would be bizarre. But there's probably someone out there who does, I bet you. And if there isn't, then, hey, I just gave you a free idea to make money and make, like, buku dollars. You'd probably be ostracized and not get dates from people if you expose that you have trading cards for the royals. But you probably make a uh, fair mint, you know, or, you know, a decent amount of pounds, whatever. <clears throat> but I liked this movie, man. I liked it. And I actually, it was an Instagram post. I posted on Instagram, uh, let's go watch Case Do win an Oscar. And I think, I really do, you know, but then again, I'm just some bald asshole who watches movies, so what the fuck do I know? But I really do feel like um, Kristen Stewart's put herself, um, you know, she could at least get, you know, she should definitely be nominated. Uh, if that movie gets nominated for anything, they should get nominated for, um, for the costumes and makeup and shit, because that shit was dope as fuck. Uh, I'd like to see Kristen Stewart nominated for an Oscar. I believe that her work demands that she at least get acknowledged by the fucking Academy of Stuffy, Crusty Old White Dudes. Uh, she could definitely get uh, nominated for a SAG, you know, Screen Actors Guild Award. She probably That movie probably clean up at the SAGs. I don't know why they, they could have thought of a better better name, but... That's not my department. Um, this is what I'm trying to say, man. What I'm trying to say, brother man. What I'm trying to say, uh, are you hearing what I'm trying to say? Uh? I don't know why I'm trying to talk to you like I'm a black pastor. But then the Holy Ghost, uh, he came upon me and he said, uh, you must go to the movies. I said, you must go to the movies and you must see Spencer. I'm going to hell for that. I'm going to straight hell for that. But the things I do to keep you guys beyond the realm of entertainment, the things I do for you, Beck. Well, sorry, start slipping into Joe from you. But the shit that I do to keep you guys entertained, that's why I'm willing to make a fool of myself and risk my eternal soul and, and damnation, or risk my soul and eternal damnation by mocking black pastors. Anything to get a, a laugh, people. Anything I can do, I do it for you. That's a little Michael Bolton style if you, if you know. 
but what I'm trying to, <laughs> what I'm trying to say, I'm trying so hard not to break back out into black pastor mode. And I don't know why I'm saying black pastor. I could just say pastor because I am half black, but I like to distinguish what the fuck I'm doing. Uh, no, if you're wondering, by the way, I'm not drunk. This episode's not even sponsored unofficially by liquor. It's just me. This is me in my normal state of random weirdness. No liquor, no weed. A week removed from smoking cigarettes. I'm living that clean, hard, straight edge lifestyle, brother. I almost said hard edge. I think that's a different kind of lifestyle. But what I'm trying to say is that I do think that this this movie, and I think Kristen Stewart, she deserves she deserves some recognition for this. This is a type of movie, for God's sakes, okay? So for anybody who lives in Portland, Oregon, you know, the main one, if you live in like Northeast Portland, like the main attraction, Regal, in my mind, I would say, is the Regal Cinemas at the Lloyd Center because they have an IMAX theater, right? So if you're a uh, connoisseur like me, <clears throat> that's where you go to see all your movies, right? But then there's a more art house regal. that's uh, called the Fox Tower. It's downtown Portland. And that's where they show all of their more awards-worthy kind of independent movies. I've seen, well, now the number's bumped up to... Uh, Four. <laughs> the, uh, you know, I saw A Place Beyond the Pines there. I saw Antlers. I saw Spencer. And I've seen... Fuck. There was another one I saw. Oh, I saw... Um, no, I didn't see Dune over there. But you get what I'm saying. Like, I, I have uh, less incentive. It's not that, <clears throat> that I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? It's just uh, there aren't very many movies that are award season bait that uh, bait me. But I saw a trailer for Spencer online, and uh, I've been a fan of Kristen Stewart. Barring <coughs> all that bullshit in Twilight, I've been a fan of hers since Panic Room, man. And Panic Room is like going way back. That's deep cuts in the guts. Uh For everybody. But take it from me, friends and lovers. Kristen Stewart, as Princess Diana in the movie Spencer, is, uh, I think it's something special. It's, it's intimate. It's an intimate movie. You get... You just get good acting. And again, if anything, you know, if you're a, uh, a mega fucking fan of uh, the royal family, then you'll love to see the actress who portray young Prince Harry and Prince George. <clears throat> again, I can't distinguish which one of them is the blonde and which one of them is the uh, redhead. To me, that's the same shit, honestly. But I loved it. I did like it very much. Um... I look forward to whatever she decides to do next, to be real with you. I think, um, again, barring the, uh, and, and again, it's not her fault uh, that the scripts for Twilight were fucking trash. It's not her fault at all. It's not Kristen Stewart's fault. It's not Rob Pattinson's fault. 
it's not even the werewolf dude's fault. Taylor Lautner. Sorry, bro. I was blanking on your name because you're like basically a nobody. Uh, oh, I mean, you're not really a nobody, nobody, because you were Shark Boy before all this bullshit, but you know what I'm saying. SB. Uh, yeah, you know, if you're a fan of good acting, if you're the type who's like, man, I really, you know, you rub your hands together like, I can't wait for that award season bait to come out. This is one of those movies that uh, you've, you've not been able to wait for that you uh, don't have to wait for no more. Because <clears throat> it's here. Uh, I would just suggest Spencer. I really would. I liked it, man. I liked it. It was different. It was a palate cleanser. Because what did I see before I saw Spencer? I saw that terrible piece of shit movie. Uh, swear to God, it was like an 88, an 80, 88 mo- minute movie. Uh, Venom, let there be a tiny bit of mayhem. Because that ain't no carnage. What I saw on screen... Ain't no fucking way in hell you can convince me that's carnage. I'm sitting there watching the movie. I'm like, there was fucking carnage in this movie. Like, there'd be viscera all over the fucking place. There'd be gray matter from someone's brains scattered all over the walls. You know, there'd be blood and just blood and viscera everywhere. That's carnage. This dude, like, tipped over a couple of cars and fucking killed a priest. You know, thus... Venom 2, let there be a tiny bit of mayhem because it fucking sucked. You know, but it was that, you know, why I'm saying all that is that <clears throat> that was the movie I saw last before I saw Spencer. So Spencer was a nice palate cleanser for me, wasting my time in uh, brain cells to watch such a controversy unfold on screen. Um, I think the rating system is uh, four puffs. You know, and I'll give this, I want to give Spencer three puffs. Not that there was nothing wrong with it. It was good. It was very good. But it wasn't like the greatest of all time, you know. It wasn't the greatest of the greatest of the greatest of the greatest. So I and I feel like four stars would be, you know, it's that's prestige level. Not saying this movie's not prestigious, just like... It doesn't, you know, I'm not going to give it four stars just because I like Kristen Stewart and I like Princess Diana. It'd be a bit unfair. Um, I feel like three stars is a fine movie, you know. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. Uh, Go see it if you want, or I'm sure it'll be out on digital and on demand soon enough, I'm sure, because that's just how the movie system works now. Because COVID fucking ruined almost anything that was good and pure. And the movie-going experience, in my mind, is still one of the most pure joys you can have out there for a teeny tiny bit of money. And when I say a teeny tiny bit of money, before my Regal Unlimited discount kicked in, I was uh, actually, no, yeah, I spent, I still spent like almost $20 at the theaters. So for the tiniest bit of money, that's still the uh, most pure fun you can have. So Spencer, three out of four stars. Go check it out. I am giving it ka-chunk, my stamp of approval, motherfucker. Check it out. Check it out. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, it's a a little bit of a shorter episode here in the solo dolo verse. It's a... 
harder to maintain for an hour when you're just talking to yourself. And now I can talk to myself all my live long fucking days because I have a lot to say. Um, <clears throat> but when we're doing a podcast form, it gets a bit awkward. And uh, I've got some attention deficit disorder shit uh, most of the time. So, you know, yeah, these solo dolo verse episodes uh, presented by Fast and Furious. I'm just joking. This episode is not presented by Fast and Furious. Um, they'll tend to run a little bit shorter. Um, it's always better when you have, like I've said multiple times, it's always better when you have someone else's opinion to bounce or to counteract your your ludicrous uh, ideals. But when you don't have that, you don't have anybody to keep your checks and balances for you. Things can get a little wonky. <clears throat> so I'm, I'll cut this episode short. We will come back to you next weekend. And I believe we'll be talking about the first couple episodes of season 11 of Curb Your Enthusiasm. So keep your ears fully peaked and those dials locked to the station that plays the most beyond entertainment expectations. Entertainment Beyond. Jamming 95.5. Just joking. It's just Entertainment Beyond. There's no 95.5. But I'll catch you guys on the flippity-floppity. Peace!